remember there's a time when people didn't have bathrooms. And when even when the times they did, they actually used sponges that everyone would have to share. Hmm. Well, they, they had holes. Yeah, right? they did, yeah. Yeah. The pre... Well, the one hole that you had to clean, so... Oh, oh yeah. I thought the sponges were for... They're for themselves, right? Their uh, body parts, like their butts and stuff? Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, the butts, yeah. Good. And they're actually, like, they're actually worse than, like, servants that would actually... That you hired specifically to clean your butt. But the thing is, they're called the groom of the stool. Yeah. <laughs> groom of the stool. They clean your butt with a sponge. Ooh. No, yeah. a person. It's a person. They oh, clean yeah. your butt with a sponge. Nice. If there's anything that I've ever been missing in this life, it's someone to wipe my ass. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. There it is! Machines will not triumph today. Take that, Skynet. Welcome. Welcome to Stab. Hey, it's me again. It's Jesse. Uh, you know that, maybe, if you listened to the show before. Uh, with us tonight, want to meet our contestants, Ryan King. Ryan King next to Ryan Evan T. Lilly. And down there on the end, holding it down, Kareen Lemke. And again, I am Jesse Jones. I'm guest hosting, still in quotes, uh, for John Ross, who is just king happiness on Joy Mountain. It's living life to the fullest, if the fullest is the least. Welcome. <laughs> he's not here to defend himself. That's not fair. Oh. He's having a wonderful time. Li- apparently, he's uh, living in the dark right now because of. Uh, oh, he's one of those. Because of Pacific Gas and Electric. Mm-hmm. But I'm a smud man. Fuck the darkness. <laughs> Woo! I got all the lights on at home. <laughs> Fuck that noise. The AC's on. I don't need it. <laughs> It's a real divisive issue at this time <laughs> this time in our lives. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Stab. Ryan, how, how are you? It's been a little bit. It has been. I'm good to be back, and I'm uh, revved up. And re- <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. I don't know. but <laughs> That's fair. But I won't be acting tired <laughs> during the show. I'm really glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We, yeah. we enjoy having Thank you. Thank you so much, Ryan. audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. I wanted to say studio audience for a sec. But you, I you may. I mean, technically, it's a, it's whatever your imagine, yeah. or imagination deems it, Ryan. Thank it's you, live audience. Mm-hmm. Studio audience. Yeah. No one knows. No. <laughs> we're, we're in uh, Wembley Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 300,000. I don't know what Wembley holds nowadays. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Thank you for coming out. Yeah, my pleasure. Look forward to you fucking winging it later. <laughs> I told you that in confidence, Jesse Jones. <laughs> I'm sure it's all meticulously written. Yes. Evan, welcome. It's your first time to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. Finally getting Evan out here. He's, he's uh, most well-known around these parts for the, the wonderful... Uh, 
painting hanging just outside the theater door here at Stab Comedy Theater. Mm. Yeah, I remember that day. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, it's, uh, we were surprised by uh, getting it like finished and colored. It was great. I still haven't given those prints to any of the guests that were on the show. I will. It's not like I'm hoarding them. I just never remember. Yeah, that's perfectly right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you got me you got all the, the computer to deal with. So Yeah. yeah. It's, ugh. So many computers flung into so many streets. Welcome, Evan. Thank Good you. to have you. Uh, Corrine! Yes, How hello. are you? It's Corrine Lemke. On her biannual appearance, because yeah. it's so difficult to, to get busy, busy Corrine you out know, to the I show. You know, I got many babies and stuff. <laughs> well, sure. And you're very much in demand, so um, we appreciate any time we can well, get you. thank you for having me. I'm very glad to finally be back. Oh, well, absolutely. We're happy to have you. I to have you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the level you're going to get with this show. There it is. Let's get into it. Why don't we? There it is. First segment tonight, reorganization. It's pretty much the default. Um, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Surely everyone here and elsewhere already knows that the techno-jargonistic acronym BCPL already stands for Basic Computer Programming Language. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's not even worth getting into, nerd. What is worth getting into is whatever else BCPL might stand for and who or what it might represent. Ryan King, mm -hmm. what yes. is your BCPL? I'll let you know. Uh, BCPL stands for Benches, Chairs, Pantries, and Love Seats. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my name is Doug Digley. And I'm the owner of Benches, Chairs, Pantries, and Love Seats, where we sell specifically and exclusively <laughs> benches, chairs, <laughs> pantries, and love seats. Need a bench? We got you covered. Hankering for a chair? That one's easy. Need a pantry and or a love seat? Well, you came to the right place. Need a desk? Fuck off. <laughs> we don't have any. Maybe you need a cabinet or a wardrobe? Hell no. Please leave. Those are different from pantries. Mayhaps a stool. That's kind of like a chair, right? No! No, it is not! A stool's not a chair! <laughs> Here at Benches, Chairs, pantry, Pantries, and Love Seats, we sell benches, chairs, pantries, and love seats, and nothing else. <laughs> Open 8 to 4, located in the Roseville Gallery Outlet Mall. <laughs> Ryan King. Thank you. Benches, chairs, pantries, love seats, desks can eat a dick. <laughs> Evan, your BCPL. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in land of sweetness, sugar and chocolate, honey and joy. Hello, Fudgy. Hello, Peppermint. Driving to work today? <laughs> nope, I'm going to the courthouse as a witness. Sounds great there. S see you later. <laughs> Yay! It's a beautiful day in the land of boom! <laughs> Oh, no, Ooh, no. that's got to hurt real fudging bad. <laughs> this summer, crime comes to Candyland. 
I don't like the smell of this, boss. Some sick bastard filled his dude's car with military-grade explosive nougat. <laughs> no. Then it's time to bring in Fruitsy and Coco. John David Washington is Fruitsy, the professional. What is it, Chief? A serial killer assassin is taking out witnesses in the big criminal conspiracy that's swirling around Sweetie Hall? Well, it's not our decision who he dates. It's perfectly... Uh, oh, oh, wait, now I get what you mean. Sorry, I'm... I'm not me when I'm hungry, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is Coco the Rebel. L- let me go, Coco. You got nothing on me. <laughs> well, well, that's fine, Lolly. There's just one question I want to ask first. What? How many gunshots does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right, I'll tell you anything. <laughs> Even the best ingredients in a team don't mix. <laughs> I don't like you, Coco. You're overrated, and you melt under pressure. (laughs) What I don't like you, Fruitsy, you're too sour for my taste. But sometimes, things work out. You know what? I actually do like you, Coco. (laughs) I like you too, Fruitsy. And they will work together to take on a dangerous international crime boss. Christoph Waltz is the peanut. (laughs) Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Because you're dead! This fall, I mean summer, directed by Wes Anderson, Taste the Rainbow of Justice with BCPL, Brutal Candyland Police Legends. (laughs) Crime doesn't payday. Boom. (laughs) Evan. Evan Lilly starts his stab career strong. That's why I need this bottle of water here. Uh, My only worry... is what you've now done for the movie makeup segment later in the show. Mm. Is that just an acronym? Okay. Oh, it's going to uh, be sequel. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to tip it. Oh. I mean, on one hand, it's tipping it. On the other hand, it's like giving somebody... You're looking forward to it now, mm-hmm. right? All right. You're welcome, and I'm sorry again. <laughs> I know what I walked into. <laughs> Kareen. Mm-hmm. BCPL. So BCPL stands for Bradley Cooper. Please listen. <laughs> Bradley, can I call? Can I call you Brad or maybe Coops? <laughs> no. Okay, fine. <laughs> listen, Bradley. It's not fair. You're good at too many things. <laughs> okay, fine. You're a world famous actor versed in drama, comedy, and just standing there looking likable and sexy, and that's all good for you. <laughs> but of course, you're also a successfully dabbled in directing, and your first movie's an Oscar winner, and you also made millions as the voice actor for Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you also won a freaking Tony as a Broadway actor. Cut it out, Brad. <laughs> Other people are good at stuff, too. I, for example, I can flip people off with my toes. (laughs) I dominated most of my college dorm at Egyptian Rat Screw. (laughs) And most have said that I'm a moderately okay stab guest panelist. (laughs) But, But does anyone care? No, they do not. And then you go and learn how to sing and play guitar and have hit freaking songs. And don't even get me started on those eyes coops. <laughs> nothing, I mean nothing, should be that freaking blue. <laughs> Here's some other things that you've no business being good at rowing. A college medalist. <laughs> Speaking French fluent, what an ass. <laughs> 
doing celebrity impressions. IMDb says you do that too. <laughs> and no one, and I mean no one, should have that much chemistry, uh, or sorry, have, that, have chemistry that convincing with Jennifer Lawrence other than Peter Malark. <laughs> so listen up, my sexy little koopy doopy. Other people deserve to be good at stuff too, so cut it out and suck at something, please. <laughs> Kareem Lemke! BC. PL. Uh, so, second segment, topical haiku challenge. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna do it without the music because I don't want to have to try and find it. Yeah. Yes. All right. Topical haiku challenge. Please have composed three haiku in regard to the following topical story. As part of a campaign that started this week, officials in Springfield, Missouri are planting small flags made of bamboo and recycled paper, of course, in piles of abandoned dog poop (laughs) in an attempt to get residents to clean up after their pets downtown. The flags contain messages such as, is this your turd? Because that's absurd. (laughs) And this is a nudge to pick up the fudge. Haiku all up about this, then. We're going to go one at a time. Ryan King, your first haiku. Thank you. Springfield, Missouri. City putting flags in poop? Bold move. Shitty place to live, though. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And this isn't isn't the uh, customary um, haiku music. Uh, but I'm going to play it anyway because it's on this playlist. Okay. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. You're so Very good. Good. Okay. <laughs> Evan, your first haiku. <laughs> Dong beetles plant flags because the sun never sets on the shittish empire. <laughs> <laughs> We get what you did there. <laughs> Kareen. Uh, my, mine is titled Puns. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy my puns strung up a pole in a steaming pile of crap. <laughs> That's very literally descriptive. Yes. <laughs> so I like my puns. Yeah. Literally descriptive. I understand that. <laughs> Ryan, your second haiku on this subject. Have wit, pick up shit. <laughs> Don't jump through hoops. Pick up poop. Clean up excrement. (laughs) (laughs) It's a very direct sign. (laughs) Straight to the point. There's no wordplay in that one. Evan. No. (laughs) Haiku 2. Now the streets are clean. What do we do with the poop hill? Make a Trump statue? Oh. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Topical. Kareem. This is titled, The Real Victims Here. Okay, listen, pandas. Your lack of diverse food groups is absolute shit. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pandas. (laughs) Wow. Fucking taking pandas to task tonight. I don't think we've seen the last of that panda rage. No. (laughs) It goes deep. (laughs) Ryan, your third haiku. 
Abandoned dog turd. <laughs> All alone in this cruel world. Exist to be stepped on. Solid. Crying? You crying? I am, I'm choking it back. Nice. Because I got to show strength. I'm here Evan. for you. <laughs> Your third haiku. This is going to be even more impressive because I only thought we were supposed to do two. Oh, damn. <laughs> but I'm going to do it right now. All right. Made a haiku of poo. Improvised it right now. I am a more. Yeah! I yeah. did it! Yeah. yeah! Nobody count any of those. <laughs> I still did it! <laughs> you, you absolutely I did, something. did it. You, I'm convinced that that was a haiku. Corrine, your uh, final. This is titled Rhyming is Fun. <laughs> your stool isn't cool. Your flatulence makes me wince. Your dung hurt my lung. <laughs> Wedding vows? Topical haiku challenge. Oh, yes. Sound effect was a little <laughs> low, but it was there. It existed. I made it happen. Already on to the third segment. You can hear the show from the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> please explain it to me. It's a little thing that I try out every once in a while just because, you know, we have more than the six prompts we usually use. Uh, I have tasked the three uh, guests here to explain the following things to me as... The following things it it makes sense ryan yes please explain righteous bud to me oh yeah i'm a narc you're a narc uh why would you ask that no okay <laughs> why did i do that voice okay here's the deal the man <laughs> i'm gonna explain righteous bud in a way you can vibe with dig <laughs> To me, righteous bud is the most righteous of the bud, the greenest of the green, the de facto dank, the wizened <laughs> weed, the master Mary J. You're a narc. And to my knowledge, the only way a narc gets pleasure is by narking. So think about it this way, narc. <laughs> righteous bud to you is like if you were able to pull off the narc of the century, the liberty bell of narcs. Imagine being able to narc out a whole po whole slam poetry night at a kava bar at once. <laughs> Imagine you being able to narc out your narc out your own mom. You'd like that, you narc. <laughs> You're a narc. Imagine being able to narc on Jesus Christ himself. Oh, that's not water. That's wine in that cup. <laughs> that's how good righteous bud feels. You fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan King, explaining righteous bud to a narc. I'm totally not a narc, guys. I'm cool. I'm super cool. Evan. Well, we'll see. <laughs> this was even weird for me, and that's saying something. Evan, explain spirituality to me. I am a can of soup. You're what? I'm a can of soup. Say that again. I'm a can of soup. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now in order for this to work, I need to stare lovingly into someone's eyes. So. <laughs> Do I have any volunteers? Ooh. Oh, all right, there you go. Ryan, you're in. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm volunteering. Okay. What's your right chair? Oh, careful. 
Hello there. <laughs> Can of soup. I heard you've been going through a tough time. You lost your stable job at a local grocery store. You can't pay the rent and have been forced to move back in into your parents' pantry. You've been looking to have a nice relationship with a nice young slice of artisan bread you knew since high school. But instead, you settle for hooking up with a bunch of worthless crackers. <laughs> I feel you there, friend. But what if I told you, can of soup, there was another way to see life. You're not damaged goods. You're not just the sum of your nutritional list. You shouldn't let yourself be labeled, except for FDA consumer health regulations. <laughs> Spirituality is the, the true you, the metaphysical you, the you that can't be overcooked or oversalted. <laughs> you should focus on what really makes you special, worthwhile and storable in case of the apocalypse. <laughs> I know I may sound like I'm trying to sell you other market-tested religions, like the door-ringing weirdos who try to get you in the hype of MS Jesus. <laughs> or the Catholic pro cooks who praise giving up joy for lentil. <laughs> and don't get me started on the self-righteous atheists who refuse to believe in the existence of an omnipresent spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out, I have seen real suffering. Have you ever seen a cup of Nissan ramen soup take meth in a dark alley behind the Denny's? <laughs> Have you ever seen a thermos of Progresso clam chowder sucking dick for money in the back of a man's car? <laughs> Learn to let go of your salty cynicism because each mass-manufactured cylindrical container of pre-made liquid consumables designed to be identical and uniform is special and unique in its own way. <laughs> Come with me, can of soup. If you want to embrace the universe and it embrace you, you've got to open up. <laughs> Evan Lilly. Oh, I believe in the omnipresent spoon. I have felt mm. its presence. <laughs> it is there to portion out the liquids in just the right amount. That's not FDA approved. Oh shit. Kareen. Um I don't know if you're gonna have any sort of experience with this no. topic. Yep. Um, please explain no to me. I am three toddlers. I will, I will preface by saying that I'm very tired and I misread this in that, <laughs> in that I am three toddlers. That's, um, that, that's fine. And, and, and therefore allowed my three toddlers that I may or may not have to write this material for me. All right. Will you read as me? Um, <laughs> these are your lines. Because toddlers don't speak unless prompted mm. or they're just screaming. True. So um, I'll need prompting since I'm a toddler to talk about. So the first, this is coming from the oldest child. Okay. What does no mean? No. What does, what does it mean, though? No. Are you just saying no? It means no. <laughs> but what does no mean? No. Yes, but what does no mean? Stop. Are you asking me to stop, or does it mean, or it means stop? Like, don't do something. Well, who says no the most? Connor, when you take his passy from him. 
<laughs> How do you use it when you say, when do you say no? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you just say it sometimes? Yeah. You don't know why? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that all you want to say about no? Uh-huh. And then he sang a song <laughs> where he just repeated the word turtle over and over again <laughs> to the tune of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so that that's how the oldest toddler explains no. Let's oh. go to how the middle child nice. explains no. Okay. Can you tell me what no means? Shh. <laughs> it means shh. <laughs> it means shh. <laughs> now the youngest child. <laughs> All right. Neither of them have been wrong so far. Connor, what does no mean? <laughs> No! 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 And that was possibly the most accurate. (laughs) (laughs) uh, There it is. Kareen Lemke. Explaining no as three toddlers. Yeah, I was confused. No, that's... (laughs) I had fun. Usually, (laughs) and it sort of makes um, those of us who spend time like carefully writing prompts. Usually, mm-hmm. it's when it's when the person mistakenly does something else that it's actually funnier. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed that very much. It was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Twisted it back around on me. Uh, segment four. Oh, we're almost th- four fifths of the way. Eighty <laughs> percent. It doesn't matter. Segment four. Movie makeup. Yeah, I sneak in a movie makeup every once in a while. What of it? Please compose a synopsis based off the following titles, though I do have my own uh, random uh, word generator. All these titles are brought to you by 7thSanctum.com's B-Movie Titler, mm-hmm. a random B-Movie title generator. So, with that in mind, Ryan. Yes. Please give us the synopsis of Body of Horror. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just to set the stage, just to set the scene. Jessica, age 17, is enjoying a healthy and vibrant social life until she looks in the mirror to reapply her foundation during passing period. And to her horror, she sees a pimple. And right before the big dance, body of horror! <laughs> Ryan, age 25 looks at himself in the mirror with his shirt off. He's growing some chest hair. Righteous. <laughs> then, as he turns to leave, something in the mirror catches his eye. Hair. But on his shoulders. <laughs> Body of horror! <laughs> Jonathan, age 31, indulges himself in a large Domino's cheesy crust pepperoni pizza. All to himself. Life is good. Until he senses a change. His tummy rumbles. His intestines churn. At age 31, he's developed lactose intolerance. (laughs) And his internal palace of cheesy sin will never be the same. (laughs) Body of horror! (laughs) This summer, it's happening to everyone all the time. Your bodies are changing. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. Body of horror. <laughs> oh, it's so 
frightening Ryan King's body of horror. <laughs> Don't not, say. Not, <laughs> yeah, that did sound wrong. It's true, uh, though. <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Evan, thank you. your movie was The Virtual Creatures. <laughs> All right, now, just a bit of a... Uh, I should say that this is more of a trailer. Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure you don't want to move on? Or? Oh, I mean, that doesn't disqualify it. Okay, no. That's I'll almost exactly I'll what this is supposed to be. Ooh. Very good. No, I'll keep doing it. I'll do it. Yeah. All right. Same. Yeah, please. Are you sure? No. I'll do oh, it. if you'd like. <clears throat> Deep inside the mountains of doom, the <laughs> evil Dr. Flagrante plans his next scheme. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you all here to unveil my evil plan. What is it, boss? You're going to take over the world? Not quite. I'm going to look like I'm taking over the world. <laughs> well, how are you going to do that? Uh, mega lasers? No, too sciencey. Uh, stealing a nuclear bomb? No, too dangerous. Uh, zombie slaves? No, that would make me look racist against dead people. <laughs> True. Well, what then? I will seemingly defeat all the world's militaries with a suspension of disbelief. (laughs) (laughs) Now here, take these projectors, cardboard cutouts, and paper mache statues of scary creatures and mildly scare the world into submission. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds very stupid, but all right. (laughs) Coming to a Depression-era theater near you, it's the Virtual Creatures. Starring Cary Grant as the hero. <laughs> Hello, Mr. President. What? You want me to take on virtual monsters running mayhem in a sleepy Midwestern town? But I'm just a smug-talking playboy, ad designer, travel agent, and secret agent. What good could I be? All right, then you talk me into it. I'll be there as soon as you can say handsome. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn as the reporter. I'll tell you, Mr. General, sir, you need to get all your little soldier boys in that little town and some guns and nuts and take out those virtual creatures before they virtually take over the whole world. It'll ruin my hat, my hat tea that I planned with Audrey, Joan Fontaine, Joan Crawford, and that funny little guy who writes sad little books. You know, Louis Spatuli. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kathy, my name's Truman Capote. It's a beautiful day in the land of sweetness. <laughs> and Gary Cooper as the femme fatale. Hello, my pretty. Uh, hello, my lethal and pretty minion. What news do you have for me? Hello, Mr. Flagrante. <laughs> I'm going to seduce Mr. Grant and stop him from interfering in your plans with as little emotion as possible. <laughs> what makes you think you couldn't do that, madam? Because my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> Come see the thrilling film that's bound to end up on MSTCK 70 years later. <laughs> Oh, Missy, please, stay for a few drinks. I'll be all cold and lonely here without you. We can deal with those fake monsters later. I'm beginning to regret this decision. <laughs> Crash! Roar! <laughs> oh, my God, it's one of those fake monsters. Do something. Uh, good point. Fake monster, go away. We're in the middle of swanky time. <laughs> <laughs> the Virtual Creatures. See it today. <laughs> Evan Lilly. Virtual Creatures. Uh, wow. That's... Great. <laughs> I was trying to fully just wrap my head around the... It, God damn it, Evan. I'm good at wrapping <laughs> things around heads. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. We'll book you again before you leave. Uh, <laughs> Co- oh, no. <laughs> Kareen! <gasps> your, <laughs> your movie, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving of Eternity! <laughs> <laughs> 
It began as a routine holiday. It sounded like a simple turkey dinner, but in this family, Thanksgiving never ends. <laughs> this is the holiday that prays for a hero, where your only weapon against nosy ants is small talk and pretending like you need to check on something in the kitchen. <laughs> In a world where great-grandma demands that the table be set in exactly the right way, but is too old to do it her damn self. <laughs> and, the wor- and a world where no one can seem to figure out the right number of chairs that need to be placed around the table. <laughs> there is one turkey and one oven, and it is never going to reach a steady internal thigh temperature of 165 <laughs> degrees. Fahrenheit. (laughs) Starring Steve Buscemi as uncle you actively avoid. (laughs) Selena Gomez as niece sneaking booze into the party. Demi Lovato as super liberal cousin. (laughs) And Billy Bob Thornton as MAGA uncle. (laughs) Rachel McAdams as the cousin with the divorce no one's talking about. Emma Stone as cousin that is overly concerned about how much food she's going to eat and how she's going to exercise it all off. (laughs) Dame Judi Dench as the aunt who demands every single person say what they're thankful for before anyone can eat. (laughs) Tom Hanks as the guy who can't figure out how to get his phone to take the group photo. (laughs) And Laura Dern as the aunt that demands you also take another photo with her phone, even though she knows Tom Hanks will gladly send her a copy of his. (laughs) Ingrid Bergman comes back from the dead to play great-grandma that everyone is shocked is still alive and is going to ask you the same question over and over and over and freaking over again. And Jeff Bridges as uncle who has no business being in charge of the turkey. Is the turkey done yet? We have three different green bean casseroles that need to be warmed in that same oven. Coming to theaters. <laughs> Kareem Lemke. I gotta say, that's a movie that sounds like it's for me. It's a good time. Thanksgiving of eternity. It's not enough turkey. Ugh. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that does seem like very little turkey for all those people. So somebody brought like, like one of those, like sweaty, plastic uh, Tupperware like breasts no. from Safeway or something. No, it's, it's always the green bean to actual turkey ratio oh. is way off. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, that's why I drown them in gravy. Mm-mm. Sure. Yeah, too relatable. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't f- move on. I need emotional support. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth and final segment of the evening. Oh, I know. It's Department of Tourism. Uh, everybody, congratulations. You've been hired as tourism directors of the following places. What's the pay rate like? Hmm? What's the pay rate like? Is it... Oh, never mind. Sorry. The, I, I, the period? The, yeah, the, the pay rate. Oh, the pay rate? Uh, it's about what people usually make <laughs> on an episode of Stab. Oh. <laughs> Is that above or below normal? Uh, that's, that's pretty normal. Okay, I've yeah. made nuns of dollars over six and a half <laughs> years. Uh, so congratulations. You've been hired as the tourism directors of the following places. Make us want to come visit or live there. Ryan King. Yes. Make us want to come visit or live in pretty Muchington. Ah, oh, hey there, dude. <laughs> ah, come on down to pretty Muchington. Well, we might not have big buildings or like a thriving night scene or like a robust economy. 
but we're a simple wheat farming town, and yeah, to be honest, that's pretty much it. <laughs> all right, but hear me out on this one, all right? You're visiting pretty much in 10 with your good pals for a quote-unquote night on the town. You have a ton of options for places to enjoy your evening. Uh, there's, Dale, there's Dale's Beer Hole. <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> We're mostly a dry county. Well, they have a great selection of Heineken. God, i got to be honest with you, man. That's pretty much it. I mean, we're really a blue-collar town, so we only drink Heineken. But you can rest easy at our local Marriott. There isn't another option for hotels. We're not an attractive option for corporations, so that's pretty much it. I mean, when you leave, you can take the train. That's the only option we have there. So come to pretty muchington. All right, we don't have a ton of facilities or recreation options. There isn't a positive to go along with that. So that's pretty much it, really. <laughs> Ryan King. <laughs> pretty muchington. He pretty much did that prompt. Evan, <clears throat> please make us want to visit the bitchy islands of whatever. <laughs> I think there's been a mistake. How's uh, <laughs> there? Uh, okay, try it. To any people listening to this, please know I was only following orders. <laughs> <laughs> That's always how I enjoy people prefacing their, their segments. You know you got exactly what you wanted. <laughs> Evan, under protest, okay. the bitchy islands of whatever. <laughs> Are you stressed? Are you sick and tired of basic people? <laughs> Do you get angry when a poor, ugly person says hello? <laughs> Are you a toxic stereotype from a 90s rom-com? <laughs> well, we have a plan for you. Come check out the beachy islands of whatever <laughs> casino, resort, and spa. A place where you can spend your days peacefully relaxing by insulting the staff's intelligence. <laughs> You'll love our pristine bedrooms with a view of the, of, of the beach. <laughs> Go check out our crystal clear pools. Then Instagram your immaculate body to make insecure people hate themselves a bit more. <laughs> then take a big dive into the water. Anywhere you want. Because the pool will never be as shallow as you are. <laughs> <laughs> if you get hungry, come to the restaurants with our world-class dining, whining, and even more whining. <laughs> our chef Hugo serves up a mean chicken parmesan. It's mean in that he spits in it and hates you with the same amount of passion <laughs> with the same amount of passion that he has for cooking. Isn't that right, Hugo? Fuck you, you son of a... You'll also enjoy wonderful entertainment at our nightclubs where you can do karaoke or make booing sounds at people who enjoy karaoke. <laughs> and don't forget our theaters with amazing acts such as our Beatles tribute band and Alanis Moore's set impersonator. <laughs> A random music country star. And the wisecracking Mort Saul. You know him, right? Do you? Mort Saul? Do you? And if you're feeling adventurous, which you probably aren't, come check out the island's history center, where you can learn how this once proud, independent, sovereign Polynesian country was taken over by Europeans who turned it into a casino and spa just for you. Even today, they carry on the local tradition of, of attracting entitled white people. <laughs> so come down to the beachy islands of whatever 
where you'll feel like number one, as usual. <laughs> Evan Lilly. The bitchy islands or whatever. Oh, this has just been a night of haymakers. Kareen. Can you nail the landing oh, here? Oh, got a lot of pressure. On your uh, destination that you're wanting to try and make us come visit, mm-hmm. live, uh, participate in activities, uh, patronage. Um, Kareen, make us want to come to Paranoia Falls. Hey, you. Yes, you. Wouldn't you love to live in a town where people didn't look at you like you're crazy when you told them that you worried about things like, you know, when a person flicks a cigarette out of their car window and maybe it would somehow fly up into your engine and then it would instantly ignite into a giant fireball of death? (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if all your neighbors and friends felt exactly the same way? Somewhere where everyone understood that when dogs are just randomly like staring off into the distance, they are most definitely looking at some horrific axe murderer hiding somewhere in the bushes (laughs) that only the dog can see or smell. Or, uh, or a town where everyone knows that the government is watching them, so they have all the cameras on their phones or laptops covered up by masking tape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have got the town for you. (laughs) Paranoia Falls is a sparkling oasis of tinfoil hats where everyone speaking in a muffled voice or a different language is most definitely talking about you. (laughs) You're not crazy because it's true. In Paranoia Falls, everyone will share your spammy Facebook posts that say things like, share this or receive seven years bad luck because it's better safe than sorry, am I right? And move to the town where everyone checks their toilets before they sit down because there could be toilet snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Paranoia Falls, drive on down. I'm sure the CIA won't follow your car on the drive because they're too busy bugging my house. (laughs) (laughs) Kareen Lemke, Brian King, Evan Lilly. This has been Stab. We're basically going to shut the show down after this because we can't do better. Thanks for coming out. (laughs) Thanks for coming out. If you want to hear more stabs, uh, check out iTunes or Spotify, Stitcher. Those are mainly it. So go to one of those. (laughs) You're probably there already. How else would you be listening to this? You don't need my help. If you want to come out and see the show, we're on Broadway in Sacramento. Just go up and down Broadway. Look for a sign that says stab. You've only got 30 blocks worth of it. Check us out. You'll find us in one way or the other. Thanks for listening. Come out sometime. Otherwise, good night. (laughs) Good night. Woo!